This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 12.07. Go Vikings. It is the Shaletta Show. And I tell you what, uh, these Colts are scaring me. Whew, okay, I thought that might have been a touchdown. They are very close uh, to scoring. It is the first quarter, a few minutes into the game, second and goal. Indianapolis has the ball. Um, Ten points scored on opening drives this season. That is a stat. Third fewest in the NFL. I think our purple people eaters will be able to hold them. Um, if not, I'm praying for an interception, and we're just going to run it all the way back for a touchdown. I don't even want them to get the three points. All right, looks like we stopped them. Okay, hold on. Let me see what's going on. There's a lot of pushing and shoving. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't know. This may or may not be a touchdown for um No, it's not a touchdown. Okay. This game is going to be going on. Now, listen, I'm watching it just like you, but don't you turn me down because we got some stuff to talk about here on the Shaletta Show, and we've got two more hours. So feel free to turn this Vikings game on at your house. Turn the volume down. Keep us up so we can keep you informed about what's going on in your community. Jonathan Lowe is in uh, the Minneapolis studio getting our guest on and off, courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Al Shock and Mark Fry are in the newsroom giving us the latest on news and information. And I'm here along with our guest uh, to have these conversations that you don't find anywhere else in the Twin Cities except here. That's why Otto Bremer Trust sponsors this show, and I thank them so much uh, for making sure to add value um, to this radio station by ensuring that we are here for three hours every week um, having these discussions about race, um, about um, justice, about social awareness, so that we can pick each other's brains and, and begin to understand why things are the way they are and fix them change begins with a conversation and i like to say that the conversation starts right here now one of the conversations that everybody has been having uh one way or another is coach Dion sanders he left jackson state university a historically black college to go and be the head coach at a white university And um, a lot of people were very unhappy about that, especially people in the African-American community. They said, how could he 
he came here and he promised that he was going to um, take Jackson State um, to the championship game and elevate, um, you know, the, the, the status of historically black colleges and universities. Well, he did that. And they said, well, he just used Jackson State for a stepping stone. And he knew he wasn't going to stay this whole time. He knew he had his eye on the prize. He should have stayed here and, and, and coached here, just like Eddie Robinson, and, and, and never left. We need him. Um, he got top recruits to go to historically black colleges and universities. And, and that's what, you know, this was all about. And, and he should continue that and, and cement his legacy right there in Jackson State. And, and, and other people said, you know what? Coach Prime is doing what's best for Coach Prime's family. The paycheck at the White College was better. And he went on over there and took that money. And he's going to do a good job. And that's what you do on the job that you have. You do the best that you can with the opportunity that you're given, hoping that better opportunities would come along your way. But how do you... How do you take the promotion? How does Coach Prime go from a historically black college to a white university and navigate that cultural loyalty, that fine line? I I tell you, you know who explained it to me? The person who is on the show right now, Lambert Fisher, host of the Diversity Dude podcast. Um, it is on Apple and Stitcher and Google and Spotify. And I tell you, before I could blink, three people, Lambers, had sent me your podcast and said everybody who is weighing in on Coach Deion Sanders' decision to leave a black college to coach for a white one should listen to this because this man is breaking it down. Who is he? And I was like, I know Lambers. Okay, Lambers lives in Minnesota. People from Pennsylvania and Texas were sending me your podcast. I was like, Lambers lives down the street. Okay, I can get to Lambers' house on the bicycle. You don't have to tell me about Lambers. Okay, I already know. And, and they were just amazed at the way that you provided insight and wisdom um, about navigating cultural loyalty. So I am so glad that you are taking the time to jo join us today um, on the John Schuster Caldwell Bank a hotline tell me the inspiration for this podcast episode well i appreciate the invitation shaletta and the podcast episode is uh, inspired by the main conversations that we're having today just as much as any of them are but especially the ones that divide that don't have to because a lot of times misunderstandings get in the way of an opportunity to support everybody on multiple sides and with this topic it is a very difficult one because for a while there was support there was encouragement there was hope because of what Dion was doing what he was providing he was inspiring players he was inspiring the community and giving hope that there was going to be a change in how historically black colleges and the programs that they promote were going to be seen the respect they were going to be given the acknowledgement uh, the accolades that they were going to be able to have because of what he was bringing to the program and as you said, he did that. But then the leaving shocked people. One, it was sooner than they expected, even though many never expected it at all. But where he went to go to, it seemed like a rejection. It seemed like a slap in the face. If you're going to leave, you went there, not to another historically black college. You went to a, a college that historically or predominantly, predominantly white. What, how am I supposed to understand this? But misunderstanding seems to be rampant throughout. It seems like a personal thing, but if you look at it, it can be quite consistent with what he said. He brought notoriety to one, not just one program, but all the other schools that they played and historically black colleges. But he said he wanted to impact people. 
He wants to impact players, those mm-hmm. young men who's playing for him. He's still able to do that. And not only that, but he's impacting not only programs, but so many times we say, you know, there's not enough black coaches out there, not enough at higher positions. And so if he wants to get more opportunities for the black coaches out there, he needs to show that you can coach at this level and be uh, a, 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 a coach of color. And if he doesn't do that, then he's not bringing up other opportunities for more coaches, which should bring up more players, which should bring up more notoriety. He's still doing what's consistent with what he said he was going to do. Just because he didn't do it at one place forever, just because he didn't retire there, doesn't mean he still doesn't have his community at heart. It's just a matter of how he can bring it about. And in a bigger market, he can bring even more notoriety so people can say, well, if he can do it, maybe there's other black coaches out there we're overlooking, and maybe they can get a chance, not just in his program, but beyond and cross-country. He's still being consistent. It's just a little bit discouraging for the people who were hoping he would do it in one particular place. Lambus, it was not just discouraging. These people were crying. These people were heartbroken. They were so upset. I mean, I've seen long post on social media three and four paragraphs long and you can hear the tears in the typing when you read these posts um you know i'm looking at people in newspaper articles throughout the black press and black media who are giving these quotes who are absolutely devastated these are people who never even stepped foot on jackson state (laughs) university's campus they don't even know what city jackson state is in they may have never (laughs) even been to florida but somehow this decision for coach Deion Sanders to go from a historically black college to a predominantly white university has just torn them to pieces. Lambers, why is this so personal? A lot of times, as you so nicely noted, it's not personal to Jackson State. It's not personal to impacting people's lives directly. As opposed to the idea, it's it's less of a, a dig on on where he's going and why he's going uh, internally, emotionally. It's more reflective of the loss that they perceive. It's if he leaves, he, I see what he's done. He's he brought uh, not only winning success and, and notoriety, but uh, but but respect to the program. If he leaves, will that all go away? If he leaves, will it will the respect go away with it? Will the notoriety go away with it? Will it continue beyond him? And he started something as a catalyst that they can build upon, or now we'll go back to the way things were, or even worse. And and people will down it. It's the fear of the loss. It's the fear of what will come with it. Hopefully, in an ideal world, he started something. Coaches can uh, whoever he uh, built up around him and whoever succeeds him can build it upon it. But that's just hope. There's fear around that. There's, I hope that happens, but what if it doesn't? Now are we worse off than when you came? And the unknown is scary, and people lash out with the unknown. You should have, and the shoulds just go downhill. People are not necessarily personally impacted by it, but the uncertainty, the, the unknown, and the fear of the loss impacts people in order to express, express themselves in unhealthy ways, and hopefully... Dion can see the difference between actual attacks on him versus I understand you're sad. I understand you're afraid. But when the program continues on, you'll see that I was a catalyst and I can continue to be a catalyst elsewhere and build upon it and pave a way for others to follow. Hopefully you can get that support. 
Whew, no wonder everybody is booking you for their seminars and workshops and retreats when they start talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, your award-winning best-selling book is available. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can connect to Lambert Fisher. He's going to talk to us about this book, and we're going to continue this discussion on navigating cultural loyalty next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He stepped away from Jackson State, stepped over to a predominantly white university, and everybody lost their minds. Uh, they were upset, outraged. Feelings were hurt. They don't even know Coach Prime. They've never been to Jackson State. Don't even know where he's going. But they know he left, and they felt a sense of betrayal. And, and you know, I'm, I was excited for Coach Prime. I was glad that he was able to get this opportunity um, and, and level up and, and get more money for his family and, 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 a, and a new challenge. And I looked back at his tenure at Jackson State and everything he had done in the midst of health challenges that would have sidelined anybody else but him. Um, and, and how he inspired these young men and how he's changed their lives forever and elevated the the uh, notoriety for um, historically black college sports. And I was like, this is great. He's getting a new opportunity. And I, in my circle, was in the minority. And I tell you, I did not understand why people were so heartbroken until I listened to Lambert Fisher um, the Diversity Dude podcast. You can hear it on Apple, Stitcher, Google, or Spotify. He has an episode called Navigating uh, Cultural, uh, 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 Navigating, um, you know, Cultural Loyalty. And it really broke it down in the way that I had not heard before. And, you know, I, people began sharing it with me from all over the country. 
And, you know, I just had to let them know I know Lambus. Okay, you can't tell me nothing about Lambus. Okay, Lambus lived down the street from me. Okay, I have seen his children. We went to the Mall of America and saw that girl Lele together. Okay, don't send me nothing from Lambus Fisher because I have already heard it twice. Okay, I send it to you. Um, but it has just really been making the rounds because of the way that Lambus breaks it down. He is a diversity and inclusion expert. You can find him at LambusFisher.com. He has an award-winning best selling book out diversity in clinical practice and he's joining us now on the john schuster caldwell banker hotline lambers i appreciate you uh staying with us because i know it's tempting to go look at them vikings but not right now because uh they just got intercepted and the colts ran it back for a touchdown and so uh we still have not scored and the colts have scored twice they got a field goal on offense and a touchdown on defense so you know what don't even work just turn the tv off and you can um just listen to me and then at the end of the show we'll figure out what the score is because it's it's right now it's depressing it's really depressing but but lambas you know folks were depressed they were upset about coach prime and and his decision to leave jackson state a historically black college and, and university um to those people who are upset who continue to be upset um you know what's your advice to them on how they can um i don't want to say get over it because there's a real sense of loss for them yes their loss is significant loss is 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 impactful to how we experience things, how we see things, and how we interact with others. And it's interesting because one of the things that helped Coach Prime and, and all the things he did was the amount of support he got. Sure, he had to put in hard work. Sure, all the players had to put in hard work in practice. But there was so much support around him that allowed him to succeed, that helped empower him to, to do so. I hope he's able to continue to have that support, especially when he's in an environment where he'll need it all the more. But as far as that sense of betrayal, a lot of times the focus is on he said he was going to do something for HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. And in a way, he did that. He brought notoriety when it wasn't there before. He brought a sense of respect, even though it had earned it beforehand. It wasn't seen. And he had an opportunity to impact people far and wide. So his leaving doesn't necessarily have to be looked at as you went to a, a predominantly white university as much as he wanted to have an impact on on players, on, on, on the community, especially uh, black players and students in the community. In a way, he's continuing to do that. I can impact people even more so, not just the players, not just the HBCUs, but black coaches and what they can do for black players coming up, that he's putting himself in a bigger position yes there's an extra paycheck that goes with it that rewards all his hard work but he can have even more notoriety bringing in different players that may not have been recruited before he can establish an environment that may not have been there before and bring pave a way for more coaches and more opportunities to do it even more so so as much as we uh, express frustration by not being let in certain environments well, once somebody gets in and they can be, uh, they can uh, open the door for others to get in, we need to make sure we support them even more so. He's not going against cultural loyalties. He's putting himself in a different opportunity to expand those loyalties in a, in a new environment and show, hey, I can be successful here. I already put that in there. There's more like me out there. Not, not exactly like Coach Prime. Nobody can say that. But there's more <laughs> qualified people who can do what I can do. Give them a chance. And I can show you how it can be done. He's doing more for the community than it may seem like. Just because he's leaving one environment doesn't mean he stopped. Okay, tell me this. For folks who want to level up, um, you know, they may be um, doing something on a black radio station or writing uh, books about African Americans or at a black college as a university professor. Um, 
and they see an opportunity and they want to level up and, um, you know, but, but they may be afraid that they don't want the backlash that coach prime face, because there's a lot of backlash right now. And, and and thankfully, you know, coach prime has such high self-esteem that, you know, it it does not impact him in a way that it would someone else. Um, But for the someone else's out there, um, and I know, honestly, you know, I, I face a little bit of it myself um, being on yeah. CCO radio um, and, you know, not on KMOJ. Um, sure, you know, sometimes sure. you get the who do you think you are and you don't want to hang out over here with us and you think you're too good. And, you know, so so you get a little bit of that and it's a fine line to walk. And people who are not in communities of color may not understand um, what we go through in that regard. Indeed, indeed. And it's a difficult challenge to try to bridge a gap. And the question is, how do you do it? Do you bridge it from one side, from the other, or both? If you only stay on one side and then complain, well, the other side doesn't understand our experiences. Well, how will they if nobody else goes to the other side and helps broaden people's understanding? If you stay on the other side and forget where you came from, then it also isn't having an impact as well. But Coach Prime and everybody else in a similar situation can bridge that gap by saying, I'm going to a different environment for personal and professional reasons, whatever the case may be, but I haven't forgot where I come from. The challenge is showing that, showing that I'm having conversations that benefit not just me, but us all. I'm spreading the word. I'm bringing a a new understanding and hopefully finding a way to help that tangibly benefit. Coach Coach Brown will will continue to say, I may be going to a different environment, but my support, financial support, word-of-mouth support, I'm still bringing attention. Even though I'm in one environment, I haven't forgotten you. That's still in me. I may be out of one environment, but I'm bringing that environment where I'm going. And if you can find a way to say, I'm in this environment, but I can show you I'm still committed in one way or another, then hopefully there can be mutual understanding and say, okay, it's not the way I would want. That's not what is convenient for me, but I see what you're trying to do. Thanks for not forgetting us. Thanks for still showing that commitment in a different way. How? That's where it gets creative, depending on what one, it, what individual person's opportunities and access are. But if you can bridge that gap, then it is not only comforting internally, where you don't have to feel internally conflicting, but then you can convey that on the other side and other people can learn to uh, not just uh, it's not about getting over it, but learning to support and say, "Okay, I see what you're trying to do. It's in a different way, but I still appreciate it." I tell you what, you want more of this insight and wisdom? Log on to lambersfisher.com. Uh, there you can find a link to his podcast, the Diversity Dude Podcast, on Apple, Stitcher, Google. Spotify. Um, you can also get this wisdom in his award-winning, best-selling book, Diversity and Clinical Practice. Lambers, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks, Shalala. All right, and uh, I'm 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 gonna have to get Steve Thompson on the line because I don't know what the hell is going on with these Vikings. But the score is seventeen to zero. Okay, we don't have no points. I blinked, and the other team had seventeen points. Uh, Steve is going to have to break that down on the Shaletta Show coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I just want to know if Heidi Wig doll's ears are burning. Y'all know Heidi Wig doll, my girlfriend over at Care 11. Um, she did an amazing story that aired this morning on their Saturday morning newscast. Um, I saw Belinda Jensen talking about it. And so I turned around and looked because I always stop when Heidi does a story because she does such an amazing job. And I said, oh, wait a minute. What is this story about? This is a holiday pop-up featuring BIPOC uh, authors and artists and vendors. Oh, I'm going to steal this. I'm going to steal these guests and, and get them on the Shaletta Show and talk about it. And that is what we are doing right now. Because uh, I got Miss Kara Deans on the John Shoes to Caldwell Banker Hotline. And Kara, you are doing a Christmas pop-up. And we have got to talk about it because it is amazing. Uh, this colorful pop-up the entire month of December um, it's happening, and folks need to know about it at the corner of Nicolette and Ninth. Over 60 local artists, authors, chefs are gathering together. It's a full slate of special events. Honey, y'all don't want to miss this community-oriented shopping experience. I'm so glad you are joining us, but don't you ever let Heidi Wig Doll scoop me again on such an amazing story. I want to talk to you first, and then you can go talk to Heidi. Absolutely. I got you next time. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kara, tell us all about this pop-up that's going on, how it all got started. Oh, my goodness. Well, we are so excited to be on Ninth and Nicolette this year for our Holiday Village Market Pop-Up. Rojo Collective, we are a nonprofit organization that supports artists of color here in the Twin Cities. And every year... Uh, the last four years, we have partnered with the Downtown Council and Chameleon Shops to do a holiday pop-up. So we absolutely love their mission and their model of helping incubate businesses of women-owned businesses and BIPOC-owned businesses. And so this year, we have made it bigger and better than ever. We have partnered with Thrive Publishing. We have partnered with the Black Market Events and ourselves to create this beautiful, amazing experience downtown that, like you said, you do not want to miss. We have artists, authors. Today uh, at 2 o'clock, we have an author of a children's book coming to read to the children. At 2 o'clock, Dara Bevis is reading her book called The Warrior Queen again today at 2 o'clock. And then also we have a chef downtown making all sorts of food and treats. So you can come downtown and eat. You can have your kids there. There's just so much stuff going on at the Holiday Village. I love this idea 
um when folks come is it cash check you know how can they support these vendors because i know i'm coming i have not bought a lot of the gifts that i need for friends and family we're going to houston and i always like to support small local businesses and the one thing that i like about this holiday pop-up shop that you're doing um today that people can go to is that you could get something for kids and adults all in one spot you know you don't have to go all around town trying to find something for grandma in one place find something for auntie in another place find something for the teenager in another place find something for the little kids or you know go online and pay all these expedited shipping fees to make sure that your package gets there for christmas you can come to this holiday pop-up today and get everything you need you can come get everything in one spot like you said there is something for grandma there is even stuff for your dog there homemade dog treats by one of our vendors so we have you guys covered we take all cards no cash at the shop and again you are going to find something for everybody there's clothing there's candles there are books there are toys and treats. There is something for everybody. And of course, beautiful art to decorate your home and the home of the ones that you love and want to give a gift to this holiday season. Okay. Tell us again, the hours and where you're located so that the folks who are riding around listening, the folks who are tired of watching the Vikings game, um, who want to get out of the house because their nerves are bad. uh, Where are you? How long are you going to be there? We are downtown on 9th and Nicollet in the Young Quinlan building. Those that are familiar with the downtown area, we are in the old J.B. Hudson Jeweler space right across the street from Target. We are open every Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., and we close at 4 p.m. on Sundays. So we are here all weekend and next week up until December 24th. So all you last-minute people that are like me that still have not even started will be open December 24th as well for you to come and get your gifts. Oh, my goodness. Well, I thank you for taking time. I know you got to run. This was a last-minute add-on because when I saw you on CARE 11 talking to Heidi Wigdahl about this amazing holiday pop-up, I knew I had to have you join the Shaletta Show. So I appreciate you being here. And we appreciate you, Miss Shaletta. Thank you so much. All right. Now, don't ever again let Heidi Wigdahl scoop me, okay? Don't get it twisted. She's friend, but she's also foe. This is a competition. I want to be first, Miss Kara. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Kara Deans has been joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, and it is hot at U.S. Bank Stadium. Those Vikings, though, they're ice cold. Steve Thompson is going to explain what is happening in this game when we come back. That's me having breathing, Jonathan. That is me trying to keep my spirits up. That is me wondering why the announcer is talking to Kevin O'Connell doing an interview during the game where he obviously needs to be focused on what is happening with these Vikings. Are you watching this, Jonathan? Um, Are you watching this? I'm just going to say this. It's gotten bad real fast over at U.S. Stadium. Dang, Jonathan, it was like I looked down at the notes that you sent me about who was going to be on the show. I looked up, and it was 20 to 0. It's like we have gotten, the train has gotten off the tracks, and everybody is laying on the ground in the dirt. 
I mean, the offense as well as the defense. It's everybody. What in the hell? Jonathan, you are, you are not just some casual sports fan. Uh, this is what you do for a living. You observe games and teams from high school to college to the pros. What is going on? Right now, the offense is just not they're, – they're not performing at all. Um, I think they've had a couple of three and outs or – uh, very short drives. They they haven't crossed mm-hmm. midfield, I don't believe yet. And mm-hmm. I've I've had this game on, but I've also had a couple other things on, and I'm working here, so I'm kind of looking up and down and not seeing everything as it's going on. But you've seen enough. But I've seen enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it doesn't help that the the Colts have had short fields. So they just showed a graphic where the starting points are for the team's drives so far in the game. The Average start point of the Vikings' drives has been their own 23-yard line. The mm-hmm. starting point of the Colts' uh, average starting point of the Colts' drives has been the Minnesota 49. So you're talking about right at midfield. A, Half the field is is basically gobbled up. You don't need to worry about it. And so, mm-hmm. not just that, but the special teams have come back to haunt the, the Vikings again. They had a block punt that was returned for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. given the Colts a, a lot of juice, a lot of energy. And so right now, the defense just has to hold, and it looks like they're holding the Colts to another field goal attempt, this one about 49 yards. But even if if they make that, it's going to be – They're still up by 23. Yeah. It's it's still a – technically it's still a three-possession game, but it's three possessions at its at its maximum basically. Um, okay, can they get it together? Can they get it together on the sideline? Or is this going to be something that we have to wait for halftime, go back in the locker room, and, and really get a speech from somebody? Like somebody got to come up out the grave and talk to them. Can they pull it together? Yes, they can They can pull it together, and they don't have to wait till halftime to do it. What they need right now is a sustained offensive drive. They need to put together just first downs, get down the field, get into range to get a score, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, just get a score right now, get off the schneid, and and get yourself some momentum. Because right now, every piece of momentum is with the Colts. Yeah. Every piece of it. Did they forget we were at home? They know this is a home game, right? Um, no, they probably – that in a way, that might have been something that might have been hurtful because – if they're on the road, then they don't have the pressure. Because remember, they win this game, they lock up the NFC North and a playoff spot. So this is okay. for the division. And so okay. when you're doing that at home, especially when you failed to do that last week at Detroit, you have pressure that's mounting on you. And this is a team, like you said at the beginning of the show, that has already frayed the nerves of a lot of people in the state of Minnesota and the surrounding states because they have won close, they've won late, they've they haven't they're a ten and three team that hasn't really acted like a ten and three team in a lot of ways. So something like this after what happened in Detroit last week, it is not um it's 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 not uh helpful. No. In any way possible. Now, I got to ask you this, and I'm going to ask Steve when he joins the show later. 
can they come back? Is there hope? I, I mean, I'm looking at the fans, and, and I, I know what I've given up looks like. I'm looking in the stands. Um, the camera is panning the crowd. Um, folks are not clapping. They're sitting there. They're in disbelief. They're frustrated. They're angry. And then the cameras are going to the sidelines. And the players and the coaches have the same exact look. Um, you know, how do we get our mojo back? How do we, is it going to take somebody doing the wave? Is, is it, do we have to wait until we score? What's, what needs to happen for us to get our collective, you know, groove back so that, you know, the fans are cheering regardless of the score. You can see the fire in the team's eyes. Cause right now I see no fire anywhere. Sorry about that. I was I was um, just just reminiscing. I was I was meditating on the praying on on the words <laughs> that you were saying. And again, Vikings aren't a team that I that I root for necessarily. I know that that but, I know. But that that, that but doesn't that I doesn't mean I don't back? that doesn't mean I'm not feeling pain right now watching this. Yeah, it's painful. The Vikings are not the Houston Texans. Sorry, no offense. Um, uh! <laughs> well, that was very much offense was taken. Offense was very much taken. <laughs> and, and hopefully, your Houston Texans will not take it take it out on me by uh, beating Kansas City tomorrow because Kansas City is in Houston. Yes, um, they but, are. So, and they just showed another play that I hadn't seen. They went for it on fourth down on a fake punt in their own territory, and and stuff yeah, like they, that. Yeah, they did. When yeah, when did. you're doing that type of stuff, yeah, that means you're desperate. That gives that gives the, the other team a sense of desperation of they're panicking right now. They don't believe in their defense enough. They don't believe in their scheme enough, their offense, that how it's playing to beat us straight up. This is a panic move, and that's part of the reason why you have team the uh, the the Colts having such good field position early in this game. That it's 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 not looking good right now, but but they can turn it around. This team has won ten games for a reason. Yeah, yeah, they have ten exciting games. And you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get on up because I'm complaining about the fans who are there, who are looking all disgruntled and 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 upset and disappointed. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get to clapping. I'm gonna get to rooting for my Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson, my buddies out there doing his thing, acrobatic one-handed catches in a win. That's what we're praying for. That's what we're expecting. That's what Steve Thompson and I are going to talk about on the Shaletta Show coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 